2: in my bungalow. Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back.
5: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 174th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. I am back from Universal Orlando this week I had a a blast out there this past weekend Meeting up with some really great people Some other podcasters It was such a fun time, and of course, I got the chance to hang out in the Jurassic Park area of Islands of Adventure. I had a great time. I I did um, a little bit more than I'm used to because the past few years, I've kind of just skimmed through the area, but this year, I took a lot of time, visited every area that I could. I took a ton of video that you guys will be seeing soon over on our YouTube channel, so make sure to keep an eye out for all that stuff. It was such a fun time. I can't wait to get back there. Um, Hopefully again sometime soon. But uh, enough about that. This week we got a great episode for you. So, in this episode, we're gonna jump straight into our monthly Jurassic mailbag with, of course, none other than Jennifer Tarek for the month of November. That's crazy. This this year has been so fast. I just can't believe it. Every mailbag that passes us by, it just blows my mind how fast this year has gone. It's been a big year. And uh, this month we present a slightly shorter version of the mailbag, but we still tried to cover as much as we could. If we didn't get to your voicemail or email, stay tuned to the next mailbag. And speaking of the next mailbag, just in case you wanted to be a part of that episode, you can call our voicemail line at 732-825-7763. You can email us audio files or your questions to Jurassic Park Pod at gmail.com or you can head to our contact page at JurassicParkPodcast.com to fill out our contact form. Now, even though you haven't heard this month's episode yet, we are already collecting questions for the next mailbag. Alright, so before we get this thing going, we do have some business to take care of over on our YouTube channel. Last week featured a Gallimimus hunt video where I found the battle damage Gallimimus. I intended on uploading a unboxing and review video, but I did not get to that, so that will be coming this week. I also uploaded episode 173 and the Halloween episode. Um, and also, uh, another special item we uploaded a great video on the Crystal Palace dinosaurs from Tom Fishenden, so I really hope hope you got to check that out. They really need our support here in the Jurassic Park community, so make sure to check it out. This week, we have that unboxing and review of the Gallimimus Battle Damage version. We also have another toy hunt, another review, and uh, probably some unboxing videos and some other stuff. Who knows? I had a busy weekend. I didn't get to cover everything I wanted to, but maybe... You'll get to see some of that Universal Orlando footage. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to it. But also over on YouTube, I think it was last week, we um, started off with the premieres that you can do over on YouTube. So you can actually premiere a video. You can get people hyped up. You can start a chat. You can um, just have a great conversation in there with people that are uh, preparing to watch the video. Myself is usually in there. So, uh, you know, just keep an eye out for that. If there is a view, uh, like a review or an unboxing or something cool like that, we we'll usually do a premiere to get you all excited and to uh, hype up that video so make sure to keep an eye out for all those as well but enough of all that why don't we go ahead and get this one started off right by opening up the jurassic mailbag
6: jurassic mailbag mailbag mailbag
4: Jurassic Mailbag never fails, it makes me whack my dino tails, I'm Brad and Jen, you Jurassic Mail!
6: It's Jurassic Mailbag with Brad Jost and Jennifer Tarek.
5: Welcome back to another installment of the Jurassic Mailbag, this time for November. I... I don't know how it's November already, and, and, and this I, I'm going to say this is the Jurassic Mailbag again because we've been trying to attempt to record this for a while now, and I think we've got it. I think we're on the right track. Jen, how's it going?
0: Well, let's put it this way. When we started the, trying to attempt this, it wasn't Thanksgiving, and <laughs> I already had like three three <laughs> dinners
5: Oh, oh, I don't know what's going on. It's just if you can hear the frustration on our voices, that's <laughs> yeah, it's it's real, it's real. So <laughs> I think we're up and running. Um, and we the things we, don't, we do, the things yeah. we
0: do for people,
5: and we don't have a ton of stuff to be honest this month. Um, so. We're gonna get through it anyway and uh, I think we're gonna have a good time no matter what so it's why a record
0: we... short one
5: It might be it might be Maybe. it's November it's like we're just waiting for the end of the year to get over and and be done with it so we can start fresh in 2019 so yeah let's just let's just get November over with
0: I'm ready uh,
5: all right here we go let's start off with a uh, an mp3 from Nemo. I gotta start it from the beginning because I tested the audio 97 times. Here we go.
1: <laughs> Hi, Bob and Jen. I am outside with my dog right now, so sorry if my if the sound is uh, a bit weird or annoying. So, in the last mailbag, there was one person who said he, she had an autism and. That gave me the courage to tell you that I also have autism and uh, it and uh, it makes me very stressed and stuff so now when I'm in school I really get you know very it's very hard for me and stuff but I uh, just want to say that it because I just needed to get that out and say that to someone. Well, I'm. <clears throat> the next thing I was wanting to say is the, there was another person in the last mini bag who said that Blue was a character and a dinosaur slash animal. And I completely agree. Because she's like an animal, but still as a character. And I really love that. So I just wanted to say that I agreed with that, and uh, now there's one more the car. <laughs> and it drove away. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, well, now I think I was going to say... Uh,
5: come on, you can do it. Uh, You're almost there. Yeah. You're at the finish line.
1: Yeah, at the finish line. Oh yeah, um, many of you are going to... Like hate me now, but I think Jurassic Part Three is the best movie. Okay, before you start judging me, I don't mean like <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> I think it's the best movie in terms of scientifically accurate dinosaurs, because many of them are very accurate, except the Spinosaurus. It, that one is not very accurate. But the raptors, they are, they are like almost spot on for what they knew in 2001. Uh, Yeah, and um, then the second um, best movie in terms of scientifically accurate is uh, Jurassic World. Because the raptors in, in Jurassic World were trainable and they were colored very colorful, and dinosaurs were pretty colorful. So, yeah, just want to say that. Bye. Oh, bye.
5: Alright. Take it easy, Nemo. Um, Yeah, you know, thank you very much for sharing that with us. Um, I believe... If I have it correct, I think it was Nikki reached out last time about uh, autism. So uh, you know that's that's great that you're you're you know letting everybody else know that it's all good, you know, and we're all here for you. and And the Jurassic fan community is an awesome place, and I think uh, we're full of a a ton of great people. So thanks for sharing that with us. Um, But as far as uh, let's see, as far as your first question, it was or the first statement was kind of about um, Blue being a character, Jen. Uh, forgive me if I don't remember but that's we talked about that with you right
0: I'm never gonna forgive you for forgetting
5: Uh, okay no I
0: forget um yes yes we talked about that pretty in depth and I remember we talked about your poll that you put up and I think I went with option not on the poll which was like uh that I liked it in the first movie and I didn't in the second I think was my choice I, don't know, I had a complicated. I had a really good that's right, answer, that's right. okay. and I don't have it now. It's but it was it's, good at one point.
5: It's been a long month, so I'm just sl- slowly remembering what you had said. Yeah. So yeah, you were kind of in in the in the boat where you you agree, but you didn't really like the fact that that was the case, right? And um,
0: yeah, I was on board I,
5: with like it's definitely a character, and I like the fact. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, yeah, my my opinions are different for the first and the second. Like, I agreed kind of in the first, and it was fine. But then the second, I agreed too much, and it wasn't fine. Yeah. I think that's what I said.
5: Yeah. And then uh, the, the third point was, uh, you know, he brought up that um, Jurassic Park 3 is the best. Um, and it's certainly, you know, in terms of uh, showing dinosaurs uh, in their natural state how they are. And I agree with that. I think the raptors... Um, I've talked about this plenty, but like I think the Raptors are the most natural in that movie. They did the best they could, like he said at the time, to represent them, and uh, I-, I love I love that movie for that uh, for that reason because it really represents Raptors to me and and live animals. And I keep preaching this, but like I really think Jurassic Park three is is one of the best representations of real animals.
0: I mean, I thoroughly like that movie. I don't understand the hate at all I never have I didn't hate it I still don't hate it but I didn't really get the hate until I joined the community Then everyone was like if you like Jurassic 3 then you're dead to me and I'm like oh I enjoy it I don't know but yeah I I never got the hate I enjoy that movie I like it better than lost world a tad i like it, I uh, it. it's the one of i grew up with you know you grew up
6: with yeah it, so of course yeah.
0: On theaters and stuff. so i don't hate it and i don't really get the hate for it so no shame Nemo, for loving that oh, for no. enjoying it
5: yeah not at all no i i i do love it now and i i love it um in a different way than i love like the first two movies um or even the last two movies um, it kind of, it's like on its own where I love it because it's, it, it makes me laugh at times. It is a fun romp, um, but I, I do find things funny about it and, and I do look at things and be like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, that's silly, but I don't care. Um, and I was trying to think about it actually without knowing anything about discussing this today. I, I was kind of thinking about it earlier today. Like, why didn't I like Jurassic Park three in theaters? Um, because I, I've, I barely remember seeing the first movie. I don't remember at all seeing the second one in theaters. I know I did. I just don't have any recollection of that. Um, look, like I said, I couldn't even remember last month with that question. <laughs> but um, I uh, I do remember Jurassic Park 3 being really disappointed. Um, I went to go see it with, like, a cousin who was, like, from out of town, and my family was there. My mom and dad, I remember. I, I guess my sister. Um, but I just remember being so disappointed In so many aspects, but I think it it was partially like I went in almost disappointed already due to like the footage that I had seen um, on a late night show already. So I was kind of already disappointed with how it looked visually. Mm. Um, And for me, I really think it boils down to the directing is not as outstanding as the rest of the movies. And I think it is the least um, visually appetizing Of the five movies. I think the other ones are beautiful. Even the last two. I I really think that they're well shot. Well directed. Um, Whether you like these storylines. Or anything else. That's besides the point I think. But I think you. I don't know. Maybe people argue. But I think you can't really disagree. That they're really well shot. And there's some really good stuff going on in there. Camera wise. Um, Cinematography. The movements of the camera. Stuff like that. Um, But Jurassic Park 3 for me is just like. A little bland. It's just like scene after scene. There's not really a lot of great cinematography in there. Some of the camera work is pretty poor. Um so that's that's where it boiled down for me. And then the fact that the movie was a really quick, fast paced and just ended and had has no ending, no real ending. Uh I think that's definitely why it disappointed me at first. Um I've gotten over all that stuff now. I don't really care. Um I have fun and I probably watch that more than any of the others to be honest. Um, because it's fast, it's easy, yeah. easy to digest. So I, I think that's what it boiled down to for me. But, um, you know, after years of watching it, I'm, I'm picking out all these things, creating a little head cannon that makes it a lot more fun for me. And certainly realizing that those animals are the most animalistic in all the movies, I think.
0: I think you, you hit it right there and you said it's easy to watch. It's quick. It's, it's like a whole piece. It's not, um, You can almost detach yourself from the whole franchise and just enjoy the movie itself. And I don't think you could do that with the other ones as much. So that's an easy one to watch. If it's on TV, you could just kind of have it in the background and enjoy it the ambiance it brings. You don't have to really, like, go into any deep feels. Because I know we do this for a reason. So we have attached feels to the franchise. And anytime you watch a movie, you just, like, you feel stuff. But if you're just watching Jurassic Park 3, it's just, like, a comfort level film, I think.
5: yeah. Yeah, which it really doesn't. It doesn't dive into a deeper lore or anything, really. I mean, th- we're kind of opening it up to that now with the with the uh, you know stuff that they're doing over on the DPG site and everything, um, tying it tying it into a lot more. But it's really just kind of like an easy easily digestible movie. Um, but yeah, thank you, Nemo. That was uh, that was a great point you uh, made there, and uh, you brought up Jurassic Park three, which a lot of people don't usually do. So I'm glad you did. Uh but actually as we're as we're sitting here talking, we actually just got an, an email, so I'm gonna just read it. It's from uh oh. it's from Dave. So he says, Hey Brad and Jen, uh with Jurassic World completely in the rear view, what do you uh what did you both do to wind down from a jam packed Jurassic Summer? Thanks for all you do, Dave. Uh that's Jurassic Dave ninety three on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Oh. That's a good question. Um what did I do to wind down? I don't know. Am I winded down? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if I am. I definitely am a little bit. I mean, because, you know, it was insane. I guess just not – you don't have to post as much, which is really nice. There wasn't as much stuff popping up, so I didn't have to be on, like, alert 24 seven, and that was exhausting. But it's, it's like, bittersweet, though, because even now, I'm like, I kind of – I miss Bryce doing stuff. I mean, she's doing a lot of stuff, but it's not – front stuff it's back she's probably crazy busy herself but i'm not that busy yet um so it's a weird feeling i don't know i'm indifferent right now it's in limbo floating around
5: yeah i I, i'm also kind of wondering how much we've we've really wind wound wound wounded wound wound down yeah i I, I've, i've i've really wondered like how much we've actually like unwound as from the summer (laughs) um there we go maybe that worked i still don't know um but yeah this is the mailbag what else do you guys expect um (laughs) so i yeah i I think like a lot of it is still fast paced especially when you're covering stuff um you know with with you and bryce like you have to cover almost her every move and and what's going on what's next and turns out there's a lot next um actually while we're on this topic um I, I know you're not a, a Star Wars person. <laughs> Don't but, do
2: it. I knew it.
5: But but what what is that what did what did that do to you when you had heard that she's directing um an episode of The Mandalorian, uh the new uh Star Wars TV show that's gonna be on the Disney streaming app?
0: Yeah. Um I I honestly I saw it coming in some sense because her dad obviously did solo and she was there when he was filming and she was really into it and, I mean, I guess she's a Star Wars fan, like the world. And, um, I mean, why wouldn't you? Like, she's going into directing. They're doing the series. Her dad has ties to it. Like, why wouldn't? It made sense. Like, I kind of expected it. Mm -hmm. And then there's that rumor that she might be in one of the episodes or do something. I don't know.
5: Yeah, yeah. I heard that, too. mm -hmm. But, you know, Star Wars is kind of like a family thing. Like, it does get kind of passed down. Um, In a lot of cases, there are, like, several family members that have like, like, uh, George Lucas's daughter, um, Lawrence, Lawrence Kasdan, uh, his son, John, uh, Jonathan, I think he wrote uh solo here, which I actually am watching currently. Um, and, and now Bryce too, which, you know, her dad directed solo. So it's, uh, it's really cool that they're kind of passing it down. And it was such a surprise to see like there was a, a big list of different directors and stuff, and I was like, "Whoa, Bryce! What, what's going on here? That's awesome!" Because I, we've, I think we've talked about her, you know, wanting to direct more and stuff um, in the future. So that was really cool to find out that it's a Star Wars thing. I know it's not your your bag, but um, I'll be interested yeah, to see what I she does. I guess
0: it's, I guess it's my bag now. It is sense. now. I'm not gonna watch it, but I'll
5: cover <laughs> it. Well, um. the one she's in, I feel like you have to watch, right? Like, you have to see what she does. Okay, I'll
0: skip around. I
5: don't know. (laughs)
0: She's she's just a directing monster right now, and every possible thing that comes into her path, she's directing it. So I don't
5: know. Well, who knows? Maybe it'll be something you enjoy because there is such, like, a diverse um, cast of directors, and we don't really know much about the cast as of yet, but um, uh, who knows what what that whole show is going to even be, really. So I'm interested to find out. But – yeah, I don't know how you wind down when stuff is continuing to happen. No. And, and, and so that was all really your case. In my case, it's like, well, yeah, the news cycle is certainly wound down. But um, we're still doing stuff here on the podcast and, and still doing videos and, and uh, you know, all kinds of stuff over on YouTube and um, episodes. I, I Actually, there wasn't an episode recently. I just kind of took a week off randomly. Um because I couldn't get to it, so that's that's what happens. It's like sometimes it's you're so wound up that you like you just don't get a chance to do everything. That week I didn't yeah. get a chance to do that episode, but um, I did get a chance to hang out with the family and do all that stuff. And then I was tired at the end of the night. I'm like, forget it. I'm I'm, I'm going to unwind and just relax.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's what that's kind of been me lately. I I usually feel guilty for not doing something intensive. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but. It's like right now I'm working on this magazine. Oh, why do I do this to myself? But um, so I create more problems for myself, I guess. So instead of unwinding and just like relaxing while she does stuff, I have to create more projects and make my life miserable. Yeah, There's you my also, version of unwinding.
5: <laughs> you also don't want to like have much downtime. You know, you want to keep no. people coming back and keep revisiting the content. And so you want to create new stuff. You want to – you know stay fresh and relevant so you know exactly not a you lot you know of it makes it
0: even harder that and if she's not doing stuff then i have to figure out my own stuff like how do i keep this going yeah yeah it's even and, harder
5: sometimes and it, it's weird cuz like summer like just stopped it just stopped happening like uh, like 2 weeks ago and then all of a sudden it was like near winter. And I'm like, okay, it's freezing out now. I don't know how to change uh, from summer mentality. <laughs> Jurassic, Like all of a sudden it just felt like, oh my god, Jurassic's gone. Everything's gone. But yeah. we're still here. We're, 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 we're still trying to do everything.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, I, I felt the same. Like I had, I had a moment of just like, not emptiness, but I don't want to say freedom either. <laughs> but a mix of those two. A mix of emptiness and freedom and yeah. confusion of Okay, this feels really nice, but I don't think I should be doing this. I should, probably should be doing something else. I probably should be like furthering whatever.
5: How how Weird. afraid are you um, of the um, the start of the next next cycle? Because <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm like it's gonna it'll drop like sometime. There will be something, you know, because stuff started hitting the web like shortly after Jurassic World. And and then okay. it never it never stopped it never wound down for the three years in between the movies. Okay, you so, honestly
0: just gave me so much anxiety. I'm
5: sorry because I've been I feeling think, it.
0: <laughs> I didn't think that it. I mean, I guess you're right. It did happen pretty quickly and a lot quickly. And um, oh my goodness, heart palpitations. Hey,
5: we're we're recording this maybe a week earlier than usual, so who knows? Maybe something even happened already. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't.
5: Oh my. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. You're I'm kind of nervous no. already. So, uh, thanks, Dave. Uh, we're, we're we're winding back up. We have no <laughs> no relaxed time here. No. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's uh, let's move over to another voicemail here from Ender. Uh, let's take a listen. Oh, I gotta hit play. You know.
6: <laughs> hey, Brad and Jen. It's Ender here again. <laughs> coming back with another voicemail that you don't have to read.
5: Yes! (laughs) I just spent a
6: week at Universal Studios Orlando, and of course my favorite section is the Jurassic Park section. I was wondering if either of you have ever been, or if you project that you ever will go, what has been or what do you think will be your favorite ride slash attraction slash area of the park? Me personally, I love the river adventure. I did it four times. One thing I did notice, though, is that at the end of the river adventure ride, when the T-Rex is about to eat you, that T-Rex doesn't have any arms. It's just a neck and belly and the head. It's really hard to not notice what (laughs) you do. Anyway, what's your favorite? Thanks, guys. Bye.
5: Hey, man, that's a perfect question. You know, because, Jen, you were were, uh, recently down in Orlando. Did you happen to go to Universal that time or no?
0: Um, this past time I didn't, but I am going there in December, December. my week in December I'll okay. be going.
5: So I am there. Actually, I was literally just there the week, or the weekend right before this episode aired. So mm. I I, um, I went to I, – I can't tell you what happened because it didn't happen yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was great, guys. <laughs> I had such a fun time. Jurassic Park the ride was great. I loved it. I've already been on it, so I, I can talk yeah. all about it um but yeah, so i I I will have been there as as of this recording and then um, I'm gonna be back in Orlando in, in December as well. Uh, we'll probably meet up at some point, but um I'm not gonna be yep. going to Universal that time. I'm just sticking over uh, on on the Disney side of things, but yeah, I'm excited to get back there. And to ride all that stuff again or that stuff, uh, that one ride for Jurassic uh, because I can't get on the other one because I don't have a kid tall enough yet. I'm, I'm just like just stick that You're ride close. out for a few more years. Like let it stay there a little bit longer so I can uh, ride with Lincoln. That will be nice one day.
0: <laughs> That's why you have children. That's I get that. That's yeah. truly like why they exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but – you know, it's so bad. Um, as soon as he said, "What's your favorite ride in Universal Studios," I thought he meant like the park, like not the Jurassic section, the overall park, and that was horrible. With Jurassic fan of me, because Jurassic no. wasn't on, wasn't I, there for me.
5: I I went that same direction as well because he's like, "What's your favorite ride in the place?" I guess because like there is only really one ride for adults there, um, so you can't really compare it against anything else. Um so yeah, it well, what's your favorite ride in general in Universal Studios oh. both parks?
0: Revenge of the Mummy any day of the week.
5: Okay,
1: yeah. Always. Yeah, that's Always.
5: that is a pretty great Always. one. That is that, that is care. great. Yeah. Um Always. I'm going to get I don't know. I mean, Mummy is really great. I do really love that. Um I I um I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I really like um uh, Gringotts more than oh, Forbidden okay. Journey, Forbidden Journey, you know? Oh, me too, I- me too. <gasps> okay, good. You're the
2: only other person I've ever met that <laughs> says
5: that. I know, it's very few and far between. I never hear anybody say that either, but like no, I, I find agree. that one a little bit more fun to be honest, overall.
0: I find it more like innovative and hard. Like what I couldn't like the Forbidden Journey is just soaring, but kind of a little more fancy and I feel like that's been <laughs> kind of done. It's just yeah. soaring on steroids, but Gringotts the ride system, like, I can respect that ride system. That looks so hard to engineer to make the cars turn that way and in sync with everything. I'm like, that has yeah. to be a marvel. So good job to those people who've made that.
5: Yeah, I love that. And everything from the queue to the – all well, the outside yeah. and then the queue itself. Um, it's it's really, really cool. Um, and, yeah, it's just so immersive. So that one for me, Jurassic Park yeah. the ride, I'm I've been many times on the record that, like – I don't necessarily love that ride, um, unfortunately. Um, yeah. You know, it's certainly sad to see Jurassic Park the ride go out in, in, in California, but uh, the River Venture, basically the same thing. Um, and I'm, I just don't love it as much as I should hosting a Jurassic Park podcast but um, I think there's a lot of downside to that ride um, you know the animatronics could be better outside but I get it they're outside um, they're in the elements in the water and, and, and exposed to the sun and all that so they're never going to be as good as they could be I think the ride definitely gets better once you hit the indoor section and go up um, but yeah I mean the the T-Rex as far as I know it, it has arms right he said it didn't have arms I I thought it did I'm pretty sure it has arms. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were like refurbing it or something like that um, when you went on there, but I'm pretty sure it does have arms. Um, I, it's been a f- probably three years since I've been on that ride.
0: Um, um, but- I never pay attention. I'm thinking, I think it never. I mean, I wrote it last December. No, I was there in April. I think I was there in April. And I don't know. I don't pay attention. I just assume the arms are there, I guess.
5: All right, so I'm going to look it up here. Um I do see, let's see, how, how Oh man, we got to find like a video that's like recent. Um I see 2015, the arms are definitely there. Um But but uh let's see. 2016. Sorry, this is a waste of airtime here, but um I don't know. It's not loading. But I think they're there. I think the arms are like whoa. (laughs) Sorry,
0: I dropped my phone.
5: Oh no, that was like extra (laughs) loud. Is your phone okay? Because like that sounded like like, (laughs) he threw it off the building way
0: down, which caused the chain reaction.
5: (laughs) Okay, so 2016, it it definitely has the arms as well, Um, and it it's weird because like sometimes it's not in full motion and everything. It literally did barely even move. In two thousand sixteen it looks like. At least this one video. So you gotta say, like from time to time it does switch up and they, they need to refurb things and it's not always working accurately. So I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was shrouded and mist. Um but yeah, I don't know. It seems to have arms. But yeah. Um but I do like I like the area overall. I think it's nice. It needs to be updated one hundred percent. I'm mm-hmm. kind of on board with the fact that they should probably just do Jurassic World over there, um, which I thought they, you know, they really should have probably done that park first, um, well, because it is know, a they're full building land.
0: That, that third gate, and the rumor is that Jurassic World will be in that third
5: gate. Yeah, I guess um, it's still <laughs> a toss-up at the moment because the third gate is supposed to have Jurassic World, and mm-hmm. and it, that's what we've always kind of been assuming and, and heard. Um, and we have heard the, you know, islands of adventure g- will get, um, you know, shifted into Jurassic world as well. And now we're hearing about, uh, different coasters. There was initially thoughts of a wooden coaster. doesn't really seem to be the thing anymore. Um, and now they're talking about like kind of, um, a, a much faster roller coaster, sort of actually like, like what they're building in, um, um in Islands of Adventure right now in the old uh, Dueling Dragons area, they're actually building a, another full Harry Potter coaster. Um, mm. So I don't know if you've seen anything about that, but it looks like it's a really cool, intense coaster. But they might end up building similar to that uh, a very fast Jurassic ride, which will probably be the fastest ride in that park. Um, so I don't know if you guys have heard that yet, but uh, that's that's the newest, latest news. And it should be taking over, like, the uh, Triceratops encounter area that used to be, you know, back in there. Um, Basically, it's just a bunch of forest and some buildings right now. Um, And then um, the Raptor encounter is sort of over there too, which they'd be moving that to a different location. And um, I think that would be um, over near the River Adventure somewhere. And they would take over that entire area for this, like... Uh, propelled coaster thing, and I think it might go out over the water a little bit too. So that could be an interesting, uh, interesting thing. But I think it would take away from the yeah. scenes, you know, like because yeah. it looks yeah. beautiful across the water with just Jurassic Park. But it also—I've been hearing that it might be themed to Jurassic World, which wouldn't That's make messy. any sense. Yeah, it, yeah it's no. very messy. You'd have to completely demolish the visitor center, right? No, I mean, and
0: I, I, yeah, see. I didn't hear any of this, and I I mean, I don't follow, I used to follow it much more, but they change it constantly. Like, one minute, you'll hear one plans, it's a green light, and the next minute, they're like, oh, no, nope, never mind, just kidding. And so they've done that yeah. so many times, I just wait for them to actually move dirt at this point.
5: Yeah, and you need I to, because, know. like you said, that third gate over there is part of the problem, and they didn't know what they were doing for a while with that third gate, or fourth gate, you can say, um, because... Nintendo's coming and they had always proposed there was there's actual like blueprints and everything a design of what was going to go into Universal Orlando uh or you know the Florida park over there um like what I think it was taking over the like the kids area and stuff like that it was supposed to be like King yep. Kong Mario and a little bit of Zelda but yeah, that was all that scrapped one. yeah that was all scrapped and then they're like well maybe we'll put a portion in there maybe we'll put like one of the uh, properties in there. And then over in Islands of Adventure, they're going to throw Zelda over there. Um, And then in the new park, they'll put something else. Um, I forget. It was like between Mario, um, even um, Pokemon and and all that was going to get its area. So there's a lot going on. They don't know what they're doing. They're still trying to finalize these plans, I think. So who knows? But there are a lot of great Jurassic World, um, Rides and 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 stuff coming to um, other parks around the world. So you just got to keep your eyes out for for those. Um, they look really cool. The stuff that they're designing over in um, uh, where was it? Is it Beijing? I think Universal, um, Beijing. Shanghai, oh, was,
0: Beijing. One one of them. I
5: think it was Beijing. Um, okay. So I think. Um, you know, There's some really cool stuff coming over there, so you just got to keep your eyes out for that. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a little ways away for, from that park as well. But yeah, um, I, I, like, like I said, I'm looking forward to, to doing all that stuff again, but I think that entire area is a little sad in, in theme park terms um, mm-hmm. these days. That's, I think, what I'm going to stick with um, because we, we're big followers of theme parks, um, we're always going. We're always talking about it. So it's a little sad when it comes to what they could do—the potential for Jurassic in a theme park.
0: Yeah, I mean, with the success of Jurassic World, I have to think that they're—they have something planned somewhere, whether it be the third park or updating this one. I feel like they got to give them something. So I'm sure eventually, they'll uh, once they're done Harry Potter, phase ninety, they'll eventually come around and do something. I think.
5: Hopefully. I mean, I think
0: I I trust them. (laughs) They're very
5: slow at at, uh, doing these properties. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe none of the stuff we've said here will ever come to fruition, but I I hope it does. I hope something does. And I hope we get it in two separate parks. That would be really cool. It deserves it, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Agreed. Keep,
5: Keep it Jurassic Park and then also keep Jurassic World. I think that fans would really appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And then do that little monorail thing in between them.
5: Oh yeah. That would be fantastic. Mm Uh, but thanks dude. That that was a great, uh, little chat there uh, about the theme parks. I always love talking about that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. so let's move over to a, um, I think it was a voicemail from JT.
3: Hey guys, JT here. Um, so, you know, now that we're post fallen kingdom, out on, you know, video now and everybody's pretty much got a chance to see it. Um, you know, my mind is going about the speculation about where the franchise could go. You know, and there's not a lot interesting. Some people think about the dinosaurs just being on the mainland um, because, you know, rightfully so, you know, people could just kill them relatively easily. But what if we take a step back from that and look at it from a different point of view? We're introducing new predators, new animals in general, into an ecosystem that's not designed for them. They could completely disrupt everything like what about you know the herbivores completely destroying local farms and crops and disrupting you know humans um uh human source of food you know the mosasaurus in the ocean you know what does that mean for the for the fishing market um a new giant predator that could destroy be destroying whales which has you know, a trickle down effect like introducing any new animal into an ecosystem that it's not designed for. You know, they could even they can even um, approach some of the, you know, interesting questions about climate change and, you know, how the world is now suited more for them now that, you know, temperature levels in general are starting to rise. Um, so I think I, I don't know that the franchise is gonna go there, but I think that there are a lot of interesting questions that they can that can be posed from animals being on the mainland. And I'm just curious what you guys think. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. So when it comes
5: to dinosaurs on the mainland, yeah, our first instinct is like, well, dinosaurs wreaking havoc and destroying things. Um, But yeah, what do you think it means on a, like a larger scale um, for humanity and the earth and all that?
0: Um, Well, I think, I don't know if we actually talked about this before, but I'm sure we both thought of it before because that's probably the number one thing, your first thought when you see them all out there in the world and you're like, oh, that's going to be bad for the ecosystem and probably going to kill a lot of endangered things and who even knows. So, But I do think that they'll contain it. I think that was part in his question about containing them because there's not that many. I, don't, mm-hmm. I just made that up. I don't know. Either way. But <laughs> I think that that will be the circumstance. I'm sure it's a concern. But I don't think they'll be out long enough to really do that much damage.
5: I yeah, and I honestly, I really don't think they're gonna um, pay much attention to the like what they what they're doing to the ecosystem because they could have done that many times already. Um, that could have been a big deal, um, especially with like the ecosystem of of Nublar and and, and like the The fact that they built um, not only dinosaurs but like plant lives and species and stuff like that, there was no talk ever about like how that would change the ecosystem of that island or anything like that. Or, you know, so I I doubt that they'll ever like dive too deep into the ramifications of dinosaurs in a different place. Um, I think it's almost too scientific in a way. Um, may, I mean Colin S talked about the movie maybe being a little bit more scientific so maybe there's a chance that they dive into that and um, it, as far as like going away from like the planet of the apes route where like a disease kind of ravages humanity um, maybe that's the way to go is that like dinosaurs are uh, basically stopping any chance for human growth. Uh, I guess, instead of, like, you know, poisoning them or anything like that. Um, But I don't know. Um, I I think it could be very interesting to see how things change. Um, You see, like, I don't know, farmlands, uh, you know, people aren't able to go out there and do their work because dinosaurs are in the area. Um, Or, like you said, the Mosasaurus um, is kind of just, you know, taking everything out of the sea and kind of making it, like, you know th- anything that you can't eat out of there um so i'd be interested to find out like what would happen there but i just i don't see them doing it because things are a little bit more flashy nowadays um and i think that would take a lot of time to explain um especially in a third movie where they're just wanting, they just want to get it done there goes your phone again is that it okay was smoky.
0: That, that was, oh, not no, me. That that was, was <laughs> a cat <laughs> that was the cat
5: well, that, I, you should check on the cat is the cat okay after that she one not,
0: she actually knocked my phone off and caused the same chain of event so she did the exact same thing I did. cats
5: are resilient they land on their feet most of the time yeah, right
0: she, she's moving it's fine
5: <laughs> but yeah i don't know i i like i said i don't think they'll do it but um i am certainly interested because i think it's not really the dinosaurs that escaped it's the dinosaurs that were shipped off and And the ramifications of all that, I think that's going to be the bigger issue. So they might not even touch on that uh, ecosystem stuff at all because it really – I don't think it really matters because there was, you know, uh, maybe we'll say two to three dozen dinosaurs at most. I think at least.
0: Yeah, I think they'll get them before it has long-term effects.
5: Yeah, yeah. I don't really think it's going to matter too much. But yeah, um, is there anything – uh that you could see them branching off into aside from that, like you know maybe aside from dinosaurs destroying uh or or ecosystem issues, is there any other route that we're missing um that they could take? I don't know,
0: no, and see I, that's the problem i don't I don't know there is no other route I'm i mean lost.
5: there's always like the they they always continually talk about military applications um You know, Colin says that that's not going to really be the route with stuff like that. But, you know, they could at least mention it and talk about it. Um, And then we have to worry about what these other companies and other uh, people around the world are doing with the dinosaurs that they took home. Um, And who knows? Maybe some of the ones that were loose, maybe some of those buyers that were at the mansion decided, hey, let's catch some of them. Um, So that could be a thing, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what other routes are there. Yeah, it'll probably be that
0: route, the technology route, if anything.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more about just showcasing different species and seeing what all these other companies and and countries are going to do with, uh, with the, the knowledge, I guess. Because like, um, Dr. Wu said, you know, once they have that one Indoraptor, they could essentially just make more. Um, so that's the that's the real issue is that they're all going to make more. They're all going to like uh, – what do you call it? Um, oh, I'm, I'm missing out on the word that I'm trying to think of. But uh, they're going to review that DNA that's in each of these dinosaurs that they took home and uh, – man, I'm blanking on that word. And then just build their own essentially. So that's uh- – yeah. You know,
0: I I just wonder if the end of Fallen Kingdom* was more like clickbait, like "Oh no, they're all out here! You have to see the next movie," and then it'll be like resolved by the time we come back. Oh yeah,
5: like- I think you're right. I think it will probably probably be resolved, and I hope that we, you know, we don't ever see that resolution really because it it'll just be brutal. Like he said, they'll just JT's are like they're just gonna shoot them or whatever. They'll just take them out. Um, yeah, it's too easy and. um you know, it's not much of a struggle or anything, and they'll think, you know, we 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 did it. We fixed the issue. And I wonder how much of the real world will know about the dinosaurs that were sold and where they went off to. Do you think that That's portion will get out?
0: I like that kind of stuff. You know, I like that kind of stuff when that kind of comes out public and then public reacts, and then they have to handle those responsibilities, and then do they cover it up? And I'm interested in that aspect of it, actually. I'm really interested in that more so than any of the um economic stuff or not economic environmental environmental stuff or um even like the research get out i like to see how are people going to handle it and how is the companies going to handle the people who are trying to handle it and then i'm sure there's a lot of be under the table happening and then
5: and then where does where does claire fall i don't know yeah, I don't know. I no. again I don't know. I think we I remember having like a lot of discussion about where does she fall like in Fallen yeah. Kingdom? Like what what is her role there? Um and she had a big role. Um so, you know, luckily smarter people are thinking about this stuff, I guess. I I'm sitting here <laughs> wondering about like uh all these these like facilities around the world that maybe will have dinosaurs and the DNA. And I'm kind of piecing together parts of like the old uh, sales script, and because st- there was a portion where the, they're infiltrating like a, a compound with dinosaur—I uh, forget how many, if it was one dinosaur or several dinosaurs—I forget. Um, but I could see that happening, you know, at this point. Even though Blue and Owen aren't like a tag team at this point, but I could imagine something like that happening. Um, you know, them taking out facilities one by one. But then what happens? Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, where does Claire fit into that?
0: Yeah, I have no idea.
5: I don't know. Do Does he need a tag team dinosaur to do that? I don't think so because like we said, like these guns and, and stuff could just take out dinosaurs. And I think that was a foolish uh, plan to begin with from Hoskins. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, thanks, to JT. Uh, we got a lot to think about. Um, there's a whole lot of routes we can take, I think. So I'm interested, though. I just don't know. I I'm, And we're waiting for that news to drop because it'll probably drop. And we'll be like, oh, that's where they're going with it.
0: <laughs> right.
5: It'll be I mean, too I didn't soon. expect
0: this one. So I'm probably not going to be expecting where they're going to go here.
5: No. Which is no. good.
0: Which I mean, is, yeah. I don't know. That's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know.
5: But uh, let's move over to a voicemail here from Victoria. Um, So, yeah, let's take a listen.
2: Hey, Brad. Hey, Jen. This is Victoria. Um, I have a question, and I don't really know if it's so much of a question as much as it might be a comment or just kind of looking for y'all's thoughts on this, but uh, in the original Jurassic Park, uh, there's a very classic scene with Ellie and Hammond having their conversation uh, at the table eating the milk oh, ice cream and talking about are, oh my uh, the kids being out in the park and Alan being out in the park and uh, basically everything um, is out of control and Ellie says something kind of interesting, and uh, I'm just kind of wondering what your point of view is on this, because she says that she was overwhelmed by the power of the place, and when she says that, it kind of sounds like emotionally she was overwhelmed by how amazing Jurassic Park is and all the things that they're doing there, bringing the dinosaurs back to life, bringing the plants back to life, um, and everything. Uh, But then just a second later, she says that – she didn't have enough respect for the power and, and that it's out now. So now it sounds like she's talking about the actual power, uh, for the fences and for the park and, you know, that, you know, every, everything that's kind of gotten messed up and the dinosaurs are loose and whatnot. Uh, i think I thought it's kind of an awkwardly written scene. Uh, I mean, not the whole scene, but just as part of this scene where it seems like she's talking about how emotionally over she is by Jurassic Park but then she's talking about the power directly so I'm wondering what you guys think about that Um, is my interpretation what you're thinking is is she referring first to the emotional impact of Jurassic Park and then the actual power to the park being out or is it one or the other Um, what are your thoughts on the way that that scene comes across with that dialogue being written in that fashion um, just looking for your thoughts again. Maybe not really a question. Just kind of thinking, wondering what uh, your feelings are about that. Because I've always felt it's just a little bit odd the way that it's structured. But uh, maybe that's just me. All right. Talk to you guys later. Keep up the great work. And uh, looking forward to uh, this episode. Mailbag. All right. Bye.
5: That's a that's definitely interesting. Um, and it is kind of like. <clears throat> a strange line because she does definitely like shift perspective. Um So she says, I was overwhelmed by the power of this place. Um I didn't have enough respect for that power and it's out now. So it's kind of like twofold. She's, she's basically talking about she didn't have enough respect for that power. As in, I think the power of how much it could overwhelm you, but also at the same time talking about ele- electricity, electricity, <laughs> i guess
0: oh um i didn't get any electricity at all no in that i just got it as um i'd have to hear i'm trying to hear it in my head so i can exactly okay. like what I'm trying to think
5: so about yeah here, you but, think about it but i'm gonna bring up the uh the scene um yeah, yeah it I, it's definitely head. it's definitely about um because i always thought it was the power as oh, as in the the like electricity power because what? at that point the power was out and all that yeah so. but it's
0: symbolic i didn't get that at all this is interesting well, that's a whole new yeah. side of you i didn't know
5: but i think i think it's definitely symbolic because it's it's like i said it's kind of twofold she's initially talking about the power of oh, the place oh
0: wait a minute wait a minute whoa my brain just like broke wait a minute so <laughs> when she says the power's out now. You mean like the actual power? I always took it as the dinosaurs are like out.
5: Yeah, no, the Whoa. actual the actual power is no, out. I,
0: oh my gosh, I never in my life interpreted that way. I took it as the power, like the symbolic power of the dinosaurs, the, the, what it is, the, the, um, mag- huh. the magnitude of the whole situation, the whole park itself. Like yeah. that is out. Like it's free and it's, running a rampage yeah i guess that's
5: that's a good point i actually never thought of it that way either like only because that's that's like a third way i feel like because the power the power of the place first off when you go back like a line the power of she's overwhelmed by the power of this place and i think like the power there is just essentially how how massive how intimidating and how just um Amazing, this place is, and she's just overwhelmed by that. That she's overlooking things, um and then your case where you're saying, like, that power is out now. Like yeah. the the power, as in, like these immense, massive creatures mm-hmm. that are essentially out now and wreaking havoc. Right, and is
0: not that what even you're just about? the creatures themselves, just the whole system and the whole. Because Hammond, I guess, in her eyes, foolishly wielded the power. You know how. What Malcolm, I guess, said. Did he say wielding? I don't know. Whenever he was, he, they kept saying he was like wielding the power, and not even thinking about it. And the whole thing—the power—is the the system and the animals and the dinosaurs and the research and the the lab and just the whole thing Hammond did here is the power to manipulate DNA and genes. And this whole big thing—that's the the problem throughout. Even in Fallen Kingdom, is still the problem. And I think that's the power. Like that took over the island and now they're in danger because the, it overwhelmed them and she didn't have, she would respect, she she was in awe of it, but now she didn't have enough respect for the power of that whole thing happening. And now it's out meaning it's like free and it has its own life.
5: Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that definitely kind of plays into, um, I think like what's going on now, especially with like fallen kingdom is, is like that power is out now like and i think that other people have that power now so that's yeah, an interesting exactly. way to put it, put it as well um uh, mm-hmm. because the power of what is possible with these creatures too not necessarily their own strength but the power of 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 just having that availability to your to you at all at, a, at you know at any point in in time i guess you could just do whatever you wanted with that and just that's power you know like you can do whatever you want, essentially. Exactly. Um, I'm trying, still trying to find that that line. It's not uh, pulling up very easily here. Um, that's weird. Usually, you can like find a scene like real quick and easy, but that one is just not popping up, popping up for some reason. Um, but you all know what the scene is. Come on, like it's pretty obvious. But I, I think. You stumbled like I, I didn't even think of that about that. I'm not sure if Victoria thought of it that way either or not. Wow. Um but that's that's really cool. Like I I've wow. always just assumed power as in literally the power mixed with a like kind of transitioning from the power of the place, how it's so uh, just incredible and massive and, and just awe-inspiring and all that, that it was so it was so intimidating to her that she just overlooked all the issues that were in place, you know, because before she saw the Brachiosaurus, she's kinda of wondering I think it was before, right? With the plants. And then even after, I guess in the mm-hmm. in the lunchroom area, they're kind of talking about that as well. But I guess she's distracted, you know, throughout the rest of the movie too, that she's not even considering that stuff. But um yeah, it's it's weird. Um I didn't think of your way at all. So that's
2: wow. that's cool. Thank that's, you for
5: opening my eyes on that.
0: That blows my mind. That's the only thing I've ever, 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 ever considered as I had that moment a minute ago on the podcast, when my brain finally saw it the other way, like you mean the actual lights and power. Wow, yeah, wow. my I, mind is blown. That's I have never thought of it that way.
5: That's that's what I think. I mean, it's just it's it's wow. obvious. It's the obvious choice, I think, in terms of that. Like, yeah, the power's out, and that's it. Yeah, and, and she didn't have like because I, I don't know. But I it's
0: kind of so more like deep and meaningful if it's all metaphorical and like symbolic and that's how i've always i mean that's my scene so maybe i just go away into it but that's Uh how i've always
5: yeah i she she's like i was overwhelmed by the power of this place so that's what i'd said it's the the immensity of it all Mm -hmm. and then i didn't have enough respect for that power and it's out now that as soon as she starts talking about the respect i initially transitioned from Uh, You know, the the place to the actual electricity of the place. And I'm just thinking the power is out. She didn't have enough respect for the fact that all of this worked. All of this actually existed and it it was fine and she had nothing to worry about. (laughs) Everything would be fine at the end of the day. She didn't respect that power keeping everything in control and then it's out. And yeah. it doesn't work. It's it's free. It's, no. it's out. It's <laughs> it is <laughs> but it's it, like hand in hand. That works hand in hand because when the power is out electricity wise, you're releasing yeah, the power of the island. I really uh, do. It's yeah. it is
0: saying the same thing kind of.
5: Sort of well it kinda it's hand in hand. So kind once you release of. the electricity, once that's down, the power yeah. is let free. So that like you're interpreting your way. Mm. So it's kind of yeah. you can do it. You can do like all three at once, I think.
0: <laughs> wow, that is so crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, I've always been because um, I, I took it as she kind of fell for Hammond's dream a little bit. That's kind of what I always took it as. Like she kind of believed him and fell into his optimism, which is when she was saying she was overwhelmed by the power, the magnificence of it. And then that magnificence is out now like it's out it's free it has a life of its own because she didn't respect it um as that sense of a life of its own kind of thing she was in awe of it she kind of fell for a little bit and then she um now that's out and she didn't respect it enough because you can't respect electricity
5: i mean in a way you can like you can you can respect the fact that all of this works like we're relying on you know Skype and uh and it computers is failing us. <laughs> it's not it's not always working we're relying on all these things these these things that are in control of us you know alarm systems our cars um you know cell phones everything we're we're relying on that stuff and we kind of take it for granted because uh, granted because like it's just like it all works always and we never have to think about why. You know, When you start to do that, then you're like, I have no idea. I'm going to get lost in my own mind. Um, but when you actually like – when it goes away and there's a power outage and you're sitting in front of a fireplace, you then find that respect, right? That's is, the way I've always uh, kind of seen it know. is you find that this respect is... at that moment when you're like – I'm freezing and I'm just sitting here by fire. I can't talk to my friends. I can't talk to my family on a phone. I maybe have a radio that works, but I respect it now. I I get it. I get why people, you know, maybe people in other countries, like how privileged we are um, to live in a place where we honestly don't have to think about that stuff going out usually. Um, Mm. And that's like – that's I think – that's the interpretation that I've always had is she – Finally gets it and she respects that power a little bit more now when she initially didn't.
0: Wow. Nope. This is like the um <laughs> that what is it, the blue or gold dress or like the blue oh, or yeah. white dress? Like which which one do you see? Because it's so hard to train my brain to
5: see it your way.
0: Oh, I'm really man. trying to and it's really hard to really? think of it. That long way and around, and yeah. it's so
5: funny to think that you can't so get weird. that because that's the only thing I've ever thought of.
0: Kind of get it, yeah, because the other one's the only way I've ever thought. That's so bizarre. I like that. that, that I is is like it. Insane.
5: Okay, I did find the audio, and let's let's hear it here. I can see that now. I gotta skip through. Time oh, the next time.
4: Creation
5: is an act of sheer. You can hear this, pain. right?
2: Yes. Next time. So good. Still uh-huh. a flea circus. It's all, an illusion. It's all an illusion. We have control. You never had control. That's the illusion.
5: So I think that's an interesting part that we should probably decipher. There is is, is the control, mm-hmm. um, which is is that does that factor into your uh, yes. seeing of it? The control.
0: Yes, the control of the giant machine that is his dream of
5: jurassic park so what is that control to you because to me that control is exactly what i was saying is like the power the okay. the institution of like no everything working correctly in that uh, park
0: um my my definition of that would be trying to control um like genes creating a dinosaur creating okay. an animal and then expecting that you have control over that animal or that being and anything the, the technology the research or the whole thing that he's creating a like playing god kind of thing you basically play god and then expect that you can control what you've created like the frankenstein thing you know the yeah, guy created yeah. frankenstein expected he can control him and he can't that is what i
5: yeah read yeah into it. i think i think that's yeah that's definitely a, probably the right way um because they never had control of the uh situation there especially with all the the, the female dinosaurs and everything reproducing they never had control of that And they they were so cocky about the whole thing, especially Dr. Wu just being like, uh, you know, like, we know what's going on. Trust me. It's fine. (laughs) But it wasn't. Uh, Exactly. And that was the control there. So let's keep going. I was overwhelmed
2: by the power of this place. But I made a mistake too. I didn't have enough respect for that power and it's out now.
0: The power of the place.
5: I didn't have enough respect for the power of that place. Um
2: have enough respect for that power, and it's out now it's the illusion I was overwhelmed by the power of this place
5: yeah she was overwhelmed by the power of this place
2: mm-hmm.
5: um like i I feel like is there any other way to interpret that other than just being impressed by it and just the sheer like I- intensity of going to a park with dinosaurs
0: um and also what he did like what he created the technology he made and yeah, yeah, you can kind of yeah. lump a
5: lot of that stuff into yeah, that. Yeah, that she's just really impressed as to what's going on, and it's super yes. powerful in her head. Um, yes. And then,
2: but I made a mistake too. I didn't. Have...
5: She made a mistake too, um, by not having enough respect.
2: I have enough respect for that power, and it's out now. Mm-hmm.
5: See, yeah. See, I can't yep. see it any other way. Other I can't than... see it any other way. <laughs> That's so they're... funny. That is so funny. I can't. I can't unhear the fact that she just like. Didn't have enough respect for the power of control yeah. um, over I... the park, I guess. And control, okay. I think control kind of twofold. Like I initially said the one way, but I think kind of you can lump a lot of that stuff together. The control of the power, the control of the dinosaurs, stuff like that. Like the the, the power that they were um, wielding, I guess, um, like yeah. you had said, right? Yeah. But then, I don't know. yeah. Maybe we're, maybe we're interpreting it like almost the same way, but just hairline differences.
0: Yeah. It's, I'm definitely not as literal, I guess, but I mean, initially she's talking about the power and then she's of the bigness of everything. And then she says it again, that the power's out. So there's like the lunatics taking over the asylum kind of thing.
5: That's what I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I, I, Yeah. I'm trying to see. Like, I can't unhear it. I can't hear it any other way. (laughs) Because, like, how does that, like, her saying that power is out now? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I, it is. It's certainly out. But, yeah, to what does that matter? Aside from uh, saving their friends and family,
0: it matters a lot because it shows that you can't control what he thought he can control, and it's already. In place, it's already created. Other people know about this technology, and she probably is thinking that he's not the only one doing this. Like he had a lot of people working for him, a lot of people know about this. It's already done. You can't put it back in the box, as yeah, says. Like it's yeah. already done, and that's I think what she's talking about putting it back. In the box. Like he opened Pandora's box, and that's out. Well,
5: that's and you great. can't put I, it back in the box. I, I like that. I like that interpretation a lot. I think that's the perfect way to look at it.
0: It's all I've that's
5: ever good. known that's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. so weird It's all I've ever known. Um, <laughs> but thanks, Victoria. That was awesome. Uh, that, you know, different perspective on things is is always good. Um, it's maybe it's not literal um, it's figurative figurative and and means a lot more than what I expected even um, yeah, so why don't we move on to actually our final. Um, voicemail here or MP3. This is from Carter. Now this is this is one that I've been saving. Um, so it might be a little dated in terms of like where we are in time right now. Um, I think this was maybe right after he saw the movie, but I think it'll still it'll still it also applies. So it's a little long, but I'm gonna we're gonna talk through it. So we're gonna go pause, listen and do all that stuff. Let's uh, okay. let's take a listen.
4: Hey, Brad and Jen, this is Carter from The Lost World. Whoa! I'm finally getting caught up on some of the episodes. I'm one of those that kind of had to stay away from everything online because I was afraid everything would get spoiled. And um, Some of I think the most important parts did get spoiled, for me at least. Um, one of the main things that just made me get away from um, online and all that was the opening scene. I guess um, a lot of people saw the opening scene early on and, and people were commenting about it and just the thought that I already knew what was going to happen as soon as the movie started kind of just it made me just want to get away so I did think the opening scene was awesome I think it's it's the best you know out of the whole series um, it was just awesome the rain coming back the everything you know it being at night that, that whole atmosphere just brought it back from that original jurassic park um the the t-rex breakout scene so i thought that was awesome you know and i just really i will i really wish i didn't know that that was gonna happen but it was still awesome um one thing
5: um i'm gonna pause it there now you you knew right going in what it was did you did you see it even i forget no you didn't see it right that opening scene
0: no, no,
5: okay, I did good. not. Because um, I know they were previewing that scene all over the place. I just oh. forget where where we all were mm-hmm. in that time period. Because um, I'm unwound, <laughs> Crying, man. Basically. I am unwound now. Now that the summer's over, I know, um,
0: right? We're so chill. <laughs> we're just like, what? Let's see. What scene? What? dinosaur? Yeah,
5: man. Um, <laughs> but no, I knew exactly what happened, even though I didn't see it. Did you, you knew about it, right?
0: Um, I think I knew – I didn't want to know anything, but I fell in the boat of knowing everything, unfortunately. I tried yeah. to hide from it, so I think I knew by mistake.
5: Yeah. I As soon as the stuff leaked out because people had seen it at um, – I think it was like CinemaCon and stuff like that. Like People yeah. were already watching it, and um, I just dove right into those sources, and I'm just like, I got to know. What is it? Tell me what it is right away. And then I relayed it on the podcast. I, I put – plenty of spoiler warnings and stuff like that and I'm like hey guys heads up this is exactly what happens in the first five minutes or whatever it was Um, so yeah it was awesome and I'm always tough on spoilers you know because I don't watch trailers and I don't want to know spoilers for a lot of movies but at the same time it it honestly does not affect you all that much I guess unless Mm, it's like a big unless it's like a big death or something I think I that's disagree. like. The, I
0: think it affects a lot. It affects your instincts and your subconscious, and it's not as exciting um, seeing everything with completely fresh eyes. I
5: guess. I mean, it's hard because, like, it is still fresh. You know what's happening, in and in a different way, you can appreciate what's coming. Um, so maybe you're just appreciating it in a different way, but I think it's yeah. it's it's still really fun and especially to know like, oh, what's gonna happen here? Oh, I can't wait to see that one thing that happens and then uh, it happens. Yeah, I, maybe things happen a little differently, but um overall you know, and I I'm I'm okay with that for a lot of things. Like and especially like like a s like this movie, like we knew a lot of what happened. There was a few moments where I was kind of surprised with the direction they took. Um, so there's always a little bit of surprise, even though you know everything. But I, I I completely agree with anybody who wants to stay 100% away. And that's why it's hard to do a podcast because I need to know, you need to know, we all need to know what's going on here. Um, and then people, of course, rightfully so, choose to not listen because they don't want to be spoiled just in case. Um, we try to keep things spoiler-free As much as possible, and if we do ever, it's it's always like labeled. Hey guys, we're gonna have spoilers. Um, But yeah, I understand everybody who doesn't want to hear that stuff. So let's uh, let's move on then.
4: Know that, you know, just to share my thoughts on the movie. um, I I I think there was a little too much spoilers and too much given away and uh, in, in the trailers and and in the marketing of the movie. After totally agree. After I was done watching the movie, actually, I went back to just like the Jurassic World. Um, Instagram page and I I started to see a, a lot of things they were they were giving away and, and just little scenes that were funny or you know they were, they were seeing them you know live in the theater it was awesome to see them you know they made me laugh or they made me like wow that was awesome and then going back and seeing that they had given that stuff away I kind of felt bad for people that ended up seeing it you know and I was reading through the comments and, and people were angry and people were spoiling the whole movie it was it was pretty bad you know so i'm glad i kind of stayed away uh from that but but it was still you know an awesome movie i I loved it um my first thought was exactly how you guys feel you know which is pretty awesome that there's other other people out there that are you know big jurassic fans and and you guys have the same reaction that basically i had you know i I was just sitting there completely quiet I, i went with like my whole family my my brothers, my sister, um, my nephews, we all love these movies and, and they know that I love the movie. So we went to the midnight showing and, and saw it and it was awesome, you know, but at the end of the movie, we kind of just, everyone just stayed quiet, you know, and even leaving the movie, we weren't like, Oh, this was cool. This was, we kind of just didn't know what to think, you know, at Mm -hmm. first. And, and honestly, the first, you know, run through, I, I felt, you know, that, um, i didn't like it you know i I saw it and it was awesome obviously seeing dinosaurs on screen is awesome all these little things you know i I, you know it's awesome obviously to see it but the story itself i felt was not great you know i just i just thought it was it was not as good you know as i thought it was going to be
5: and i'm gonna pause it right there um because my situation was a little different even though it was like the same outcome um I was disappointed at first, you know, the first viewing, but because of all the things that he had already said here uh, about being spoiled, um, when you do go back and you look at all the posts and all the trailers and teasers and everything, they they showed everything. So that's, I think, what I was most disappointed with was the fact that I had already seen the entire movie. Um, so for me, it wasn't the story or anything like that. I was pretty good with the story. I, I Like I said, I... I was so confused in that moment because I loved everything that I saw, but I saw it all already. So that yeah. was for me what di- disappointed me the most left me sitting there like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I-, I already saw this.
0: <laughs> I think I can actually agree with you on that because um, what you said before <laughs> on, that, because, on that because what you said before um, about how it spoilers and – trailers not that it's okay because it gives you something to look forward to and um you you can you have this whole movie ahead of you you think and you have a few scenes in your head and you're like oh i wonder how they're going to get to that point or i wonder what's going to happen after that point and it gives you something to look forward to but you're exactly right with this movie we had everything so we've kind of looked forward to everything but there was no surprises really in the middle or anywhere in between of what we've already seen we can kind of just paint like follow the numbers about what was next and mm-hmm. um i think that's where my disappointment comes as far as spoilers go i don't mind looking forward to stuff or even hearing about oh this is going to happen i'm like oh i wonder how they're going to do that And that's fine but it, well, by the time we saw the movie though we kind of had everything kind of spelled out and that was disappointing
5: yeah, and I know even even that day of, we did our best to, to avoid all the people coming out of the, the first showing. And we were like plugging we our ran ears ran and running all over sand. the place. Yeah, <laughs> that was we pretty comical. <laughs> we did our best even though we knew pretty much everything. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I,
0: I, yeah I'm bittersweet about the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah? I'm liking the movie more. Uh, okay, I can't fully say that. I'm liking the movie, a l- I guess, a little bit. More like I have more respect for the cinematography. <laughs> we'll say that I am enjoying cinematography; it's a very beautiful film. But um, I don't know.
5: Yeah, I feel like everybody's pr- pretty split, like down the middle. It's like you love it or you almost dislike it um completely. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I fall on the on the love side of things. I just love this movie so much. The cinematography, I love the story, all that yeah. stuff. Once I got over the fact that I already saw it. Um, I was, I was fine. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's see what else he has
4: to say. And, um, but I went back and watched it again and, and I kind of just started to process it a little bit more. And I think I didn't like it because it was so fast paced and I, and I didn't have time to process, you know, what was going on. But yeah. after I was able to, you know, process those things and, and one of the major things is I I feel, you know, that they didn't, um, n- um, well going back to it being fast paced um, in one portion as far as the story goes I, I didn't like that because I wasn't able to process the story like I said but in another part I thought it was good for you know a lot of people that aren't hardcore Jurassic fans like we are um, they were able to just stay you know glued to the screen and, and it kind of felt more like Jurassic Park 3 for me where it's like one scene after the next after the next and, <laughs> and kind of like that and and so it helps you to
5: that's so funny because literally that's how I described Jurassic Park three earlier in this episode. I said <laughs> it's, it's Jurassic Park three just like scene after scene after
2: scene <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wow perfect stay interested and to stay glued to it. Um, I did feel I, you know online obviously there's a lot of haters a lot of critics out there that that hate the movie or whatever um, which kind of bugs me because I thought it was awesome but um, in the theater, I mean, it seemed like everyone was having fun. People were laughing. People were clapping multiple times throughout the movie. I heard you guys talking about that, and that's exactly what happened when I watched it. Yeah, um, I did feel the T-Rex, you know, stepping in and eating someone and or, you know, that, that pose um, was a little excessive. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it a thousand times in a movie, but I know casuals will be like, oh, my God, they're doing this again. And that's kind of what you know was making me hesitate a little bit on there but um i still thought it was awesome you know and uh and i enjoyed the movie um another thing was that you know just some things just weren't explained in the movie itself um i know that it was explained i guess in the dpg website about site b or i don't know exactly what website but there was somewhere some viral campaign i guess you got it Um, where you could figure out what was going on also with the volcano timeline you know how that went about you know people that don't aren't interested in you know obviously all the viral campaign they're thinking okay there was a, a you know a working park in one movie the next movie the whole place is going to explode you know how does that work you know and um the reason I didn't know about site B and all that was because I was trying to stay away from the spoilers. I was trying to go into this movie as blind as possible so that I would enjoy it. And I'm I'm glad I did to a certain degree. But it also I guess let me down because I didn't know that what had happened with site B. It wasn't until after I started Googling and, and figuring it out and, and piecing it together and a lot of people from the community had those questions too and, and people were figuring it out. So I, I found out rather quickly and and I'm okay with it, you know. I just wish they would have explained it in those opening scenes, or, or you know, or even in Jurassic World. I think there were certain things that could have been explained about you know the events from Jurassic Park three to to um, to what happened in in Jurassic World or whatnot. And and but I think some questions from Jurassic World were answered.
5: I'm gonna before he goes on to that. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I've I've kind of. You know, not knowing what to do with that as well because viral marketing is really fun and really cool to get into. But when you don't watch trailers and you try to stay away from spoilers, it, it loses its fun like and, and you can't mm-hmm. get into it. And I, I feel for him there because while I was reading through all this stuff and kind of catching up you know, as it was happening, um, in, in a lot of people's case, they kind of stay away from that stuff because they don't want to be spoiled. Um, and I've, I've seen a lot of viral marketing stuff that actually contains stuff from the movies. So I'm like I don't even want to see like any kind of footage from the movie. So I'm like really trying to stay away from that. So I don't watch it. Um, I don't want to read what's going on. And, and I think it's almost a detriment because I'd like to be involved. I, I kind of want to be involved. So I'm still trying to process where that fine line is, um, I guess, yeah, you know?
0: I, I kind of feel like this movie was victim to modern times. Like it's trying to – because we still have – as a society, I think we've figured out social media in general. And so movies and film and TV and just promotion in general hasn't figured it out either. And so I I think Jurassic just timely fell in the cracks with this because we don't know how yeah. to handle it either because I know that was a, a lot of complaints I heard from just general people, not, not in the fan or anything, who were just confused as well, exactly the same way. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, it was on the viral marketing. And they're like, so it wasn't in the movie at all. I'm like, no, like, well, no one sees the viral marketing really except the small percent. And I'm like, that's very true. And so um I get what they were trying to do. And I, I get it, 2018 It's kind of what you do, but I don't think anyone really has it all figured out yet, so that's why it didn't work.
5: Yeah, in, in the world of social media, we're few and far between that are the ones who are actually fully immersed in, in a lot of these details. Most people aren't, unfortunately. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and as good of work that they did with the DPG stuff, Masrani site, and and anything else, the, the evolution of Claire, um, anything that you want to tie in, those things aren't being consumed by a lot of average viewers um people who who are really making up a a big bulk of the money that these movies are bringing in they're not consuming this stuff um you know it's it's unfortunate and uh there's a lot of stuff going on in like the star wars universe that people are like what wait what and if you didn't pay attention you completely missed out Um, so it's, it's weird. It's a weird time. And like you said, yeah, we still don't really know what to do. We're, we're still finding social media accounts for like TV shows. If you watch like the walking dead as it's happening, they're spoiling everything that, that is happening on the, Mm. the episode. So you literally cannot be on Twitter or, or social media looking at any of their profiles or even just skimming through Twitter. You're going to get spoiled like no matter what it is. So you just gotta be, you gotta be very careful. Um, but yeah, I, I totally get it.
4: Yeah. In this movie, as far as like, you know, people were super hating on, you know, Chris being able to tame the Raptors or whatever. Well, not Chris Pratt, but Owen and, um, <laughs> him taming the Raptors, but we saw a lot of background footage of things and, and, and um, from when the Raptors obviously were, were, were very young and, and all that. So, so good. I, think that I love development those was scenes you know it kind of explained there you know how that relationship came to be and people are still you know some people at work were saying oh this is dumb how's he gonna train a raptor the raptor was you know in the wild for three years and he still remembers him and and i didn't really look at it that way i kind of looked at it like you know um they do have some type of bond but it's not like the greatest bond on earth you know I'm gonna
5: butt in real quick and just say I literally just watched a mo- uh, video online where a dog was missing for three years, and when it saw it, its owner found it on the street, just curled up on the sidewalk, mm. and the dog went nuts and just they they were loving each other so much, Aww. it was so beautiful to watch. And it's exactly what happened in this movie. <laughs> like, so you know, people who say that blue is not real, she is because animals do that same thing. So, um, I literally watched it with my own eyes on a screen, <laughs> online on Twitter. So, spoilers, but um, yeah, I don't know, let me dive back in here.
4: She was a little timid when when he first saw her and stuff like that, and even at the end you know, she didn't trust him and, and, and just took off, you know, so I think it did answer some questions from the first one, but, um, hopefully the next one will answer some questions that we have about this one. Um, another kind of thing that I didn't like, um, was just the car- character development. I think in the previous films, um, I heard you guys talking about that Ian, uh, that Malcolm didn't really have you know, any kind of growth in the previous movies, but I think he did, you know, he was kind of a a joking guy, um, not really caring about things in, in Jurassic Park 1, and, and in The Lost World, you know, he was this super responsible dad, and he wants the best for, you know, his daughter, and, and he wants to, you know, save his girlfriend from going to the island and all these different things, you know, he's just, you know, he goes, you know, to rescue her or whatnot, so I think, you know, um, he goes from, you know, Oh, I'm looking for the next ex Malcolm, you know, Mrs. Malcolm or whatever. And then to like going to the island to save his girlfriend, you know. So I think there is a big character development and even in all the characters. And that's obviously because they're going through this traumatic experience that they would change. And uh, I didn't really feel that they didn't that Claire or Owen really had that um, that traumatic experience really change them or shake them or not like. In the other movies, Ian did not want to go back to the island, and by any means, other than his girlfriend was basically there, so he had to go to save her. Um, same thing with Alan, you know, in Jurassic Park Three, he did not want to go back, but um,
5: yeah. Uh, so, uh, but, butting in here, um, I think to to clarify maybe our, our point there or my point, um, Malcolm doesn't change within the movies. I don't think. You know he doesn't really change from the beginning to end of Jurassic Park. He's basically like the know-it-all the entire time, and he's he was right the whole time, so there wasn't a lot of shift there. And then even in the Lost World, um, there's not a lot of shift from the beginning to the end. He's still a paranoid guy. Um, Maybe he kind of, you know, toughens up and takes care of things a little bit better towards the end. I don't know. But from movie to movie, there's a big dramatic shift, which I think you can say sort of about Fallen Kingdom from Jurassic World with Claire. There is yeah. definitely a shift. We don't understand it, but it's there. But in terms of the 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 look on their face, their, their mental state, nothing seems to have changed. You know, Malcolm was certainly rocked by what had happened. He does not want to go back. He's this changed person. Um, But Claire didn't didn't really, and Owen as well, they don't really see changed. They just seem like there's almost a different person or a different um, personality, but like they are the same. It's hard to say, I guess. I get
0: you. I get you, and I think that was a problem. That was a problem for me because they're not changed people. They're just changed characters like completely, and we didn't see that change. We didn't get to see any of it, and that's why Jurassic World was good, because, I mean, Claire, we, we had to watch it. We watched her whole thing Yeah. happen. And, um, yeah, and, I mean, we've talked about that in Nauseam, but uh, I don't think <laughs> she <we>? changes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she changed. Eh, okay, I use that term lightly, in my opinion. I don't think she changes completely as much as she did in between the films. But it's really interesting to watch her progression in the first one and then, At least in the second one, there was, to show me some kind of progression from where we are at the start of the movie and at the end, and she didn't budge in that entire movie. Yeah, Yeah, she changed in between, but as Fallen Kingdom goes, no, nothing whatsoever. Yeah. That was, I think we mentioned last week, was my big notice problem was that in Jurassic World, they caused their own problems, and they were the cause of their own circumstances that they had to deal with. In this movie, they were just... Um, things were happening to them from other people causing those problems. So, and then you don't get any characterization. You don't get any growth. You just get running away and stuff. Yeah,
5: I'll give mm-hmm. them almost the benefit of the doubt because they had worked on an island with dinosaurs for many years. So maybe they would be less afraid to return. Um, um, especially, I guess Owen yeah. with his military background and stuff and. And it seems like Claire is a bit distant from the dinosaurs at first, but maybe she wasn't as much as we assumed. Um, so I think I can give them the benefit of doubt as as they're returning to the island that they would be more accepting than Malcolm was. Yeah. Um, but um, there was definitely no change in in like the mental state. Like there was no fear going back no. to that island.
0: No. I think if anybody in the entire franchise would go back, it would be them. I mean – yeah. yeah, I don't know if Claire went. Yeah, Claire went back with the dinosaurs, but in my head, I mean, she knows the island. She's been there for so long, and um, it's it's a familiar place in a way. So I don't think she should be scared. I mean, you, yeah, you're getting scared because you just don't know like what to expect and what's out and what's happening. Yeah. the power is out, you know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole not, yeah. But um, so yeah, but I don't think um she'd go obviously you should go back and i i don't think that was a stretch and he'd go back as well because he's just like that kind of person so out of anyone in the franchise that makes sense
5: yeah all right let's move on here that uh that's a good good response
4: (laughs) you know he was basically conned into going back or whatnot and and this one they're like so willing to go back and save them they just need a means to get there you know so i think that kind of got lost and um but I did, I did like your guys' reviews of it. You know, it was pretty cool. Uh, even uh, Brad, how you commented that, you know, Claire and 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 Sarah Harding kind of had a parallel there towards the end of the movie of the, of using the gun and stuff. And I didn't really notice that at first, but once you, once you showed me that, I kind of was like, wow, that was you know kind of how the lost world. Um, oh yeah. Was there was that ending where she, she showing came you out the way and, and had the gun and stuff and kind of. Not save the day, but you know was just a part of uh, of the ending there and, and, and a part of the the closing out of that. But overall, I, I love the movie. Um, I know this is pretty long, but uh, I just recorded it anyway because I didn't want to get cut <laughs> off by the voicemail. Oh um, man. Anyways, yeah, I could talk <laughs> about this. For, People getting for around. So a few <laughs> other things. Um, I just want to comment on the Endo Raptor design. I don't know if you guys caught this or it's just me, but I felt like it was a cross between the 98, like. Godzilla the you know the, the little baby Godzilla's at the end of the movie um, you know mixed with the men in black cockroach at the end of the first men in black movie I don't know I just kind of had that you know the, the design of the creature kind of looked that way to me um, I wasn't a big fan of it uh, e- even the the toy I'm not that big of a fan of it you know it's, it's pretty cool I guess but it's not it's not a T Rex or, or or the Raptors that that we know and that we love, you know. So, but it's still pretty cool. My two questions are,
5: um, yeah, I, I I love that uh, those baby like Godzillas. Um, do you remember them from I think in nineteen ninety eight? I don't think so. <laughs> they were like in the basement or something of like Madison Square Garden, and uh, they basically look like dinosaurs, like small raptor size things maybe a little bit bigger um but yeah they, they i could see what he means there it definitely kind of has that styling to it uh maybe the indoraptor is a little bit lankier and stuff but uh maybe that's how it crosses over with the thing from men in black but yeah <laughs> it's funny
4: you know um the first one is what did you guys think of the cg that was one of the things that kind of there's some parts that Loved were it. awesome. They looked, you know, they looked great. Um, the mm-hmm. the volcano stampede type scene that was just awesome. I mean, when you said that, you know, all the old books, all the old dinosaur books have volcanoes explode in the background. Like it just brought like so many feelings back of just being a kid and looking at dinosaur books or trying to draw dinosaurs and you always draw a volcano exploding in the background. And I don't always. know it doesn't make any sense, but mm-hmm. it's true. now thinking about that, it's like, man, that was so awesome. And I, I do, I want to go see the movie again, just, just to kind of relive that scene, knowing that in, in the back of my mind. And, um, so, yeah, I thought that scene was awesome. The, the the scene where they fell into the water, that was great. I, yep. Yes. The second time yes. I watched it, I tried to hold my breath until they came out Oh no. to see if it was really realistic and I couldn't do it. Obviously. He didn't nope. make it out of the theater. Nope. <laughs> but um, it's a movie, of course. Um, so good. But, yeah, it was awesome. You know, I had me on the edge of my seat. So I yeah. thought that was awesome. But there was some scenes of the CG that I didn't like. Um,
5: Before he says his, I'm going to say the T-Rex entering the cage. I hated that CG moment. Mm, um, okay. But yeah, yeah I, I, I can't I, think I like, of a lot I like, though.
0: I like the scene. I guess I didn't pay attention to the CG in that moment, but yeah, I like the scene. I don't, I don't like it.
5: I think doesn't it doesn't look it great. It um, I can't get over the CG in that moment to even appreciate the scene. <laughs> oh man.
0: Well, but, I, I still think that Colin brought back Carnotaurus for this movie. Like he he did a whole Jurassic Park thing and brought back that dinosaur because I refuse to believe that's CG. That's ridiculous, that chronic I know, was. right?
5: So good. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, ridiculous. I don't know. Anybody, it, I, I say it all the time, but anybody that says Jurassic Park is better, you're just crazy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, maybe they blended stuff really well and it looks good, but the stuff that they're doing in these movies is out of control good.
0: Yeah, the stuff they're able to do, like, they couldn't do it all in daylight like that. And it, it's just... The Carnotaurus. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That thing is incredible. Like, oh my gosh. So
5: Ridiculous. So let's see what he disliked because um I am blanking aside from that the uh, T Rex entering the cage. Uh, hold on.
0: Well, oh, before he says it, let me okay, think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what didn't what didn't I like? What? Uh, I I know that there's oh
5: something. the snarling of blue. I didn't really oh, love that, but yeah. I also I I also didn't love star. I didn't love Owen's face at that mo- moment either. <laughs> he looked kind of <laughs> like weirdly CG too. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh. That, actually no no I'm sorry That I'm I'm confusing the trailer now because the trailer told us one thing that moment where he says right. like it's a lie. hey buddy you know like from mm-hmm. it's with Stiggy that moment I think he looks really weird um, but yeah and then Blue at that moment where they cut to her like snarling and stuff like that um, but otherwise I think Blue looks fantastic throughout the rest of the movie it was just that like weird like close up of her face yeah
0: I'm sure there's stuff that i was like oh that didn't go well but um okay yeah let's hear his
4: yeah let's, let's hear, hear it his. i remember early on when Ooh, the trailers early. were coming out there's a scene where blue is <laughs> coming out of the cage in the lab. <laughs> wow
2: and there, there it is like
4: a pause where she like you know <laughs> wow. she looks over and, and and she's you know i forgot exactly what happens but she comes out of the cage after um let her out.
5: Not good looking.
4: It kind of pauses on her face (laughs) and I just remember Ah. seeing that image online and people were just tearing it apart saying that this looks horrible and that, you know, but people were saying hey, this is early on, they're going to fix it by the time it comes out in the movie and Mm -hmm. when I saw it again in the theater, (laughs) I was, you know, really looking forward to seeing an improvement there and I I just didn't really see an improvement, you know, and there was a couple of scenes that just looked really bad to me Um, but then there were some other scenes that looked awesome you know but um i don't know it feels like they kind of rushed it towards the end maybe where they started you know taking their time doing the the, the animation of the dinosaurs but then towards the end they just kind of gave up Huh. but um yeah i just wanted your guys' thoughts on how-
5: i'll say like it huh. looks phenomenal on like blu-ray and i'm sure 4k too like i initially thought maybe that like crowded room sequence and in, in like the gas chamber area um i initially maybe didn't think that looked great but when you watch it on on your tv at home i think it looks really awesome
0: oh you know Um, what's ridiculous as well as as the contours is that close-up on the Stiggy when owen does his thinking when i'm thinking line and then it gets real close on the Stiggy's face yeah it's ridiculous
5: it's so yeah but it's intense
0: i think um the ones i didn't like were when they were in the cages like the um the ankylosaurus maybe the um baryonyx even like in maybe the baryonyx wasn't fantastic all the time hmm. um or allosaurus when they had the allosaurus in the cage i don't know those didn't do it for me as much as the others okay yeah when you look at when you really look at the Carnotaurus and look at any of them in the cages it's like uh, more money was yeah. spent on the Carnotaurus. makes sense
5: i think it's because they're very shiny animals at times you know, they, they don't necessarily look like they're, like, lived in, um, in a way. They
0: looked—they look like they're made of plasma a little bit. Like, it's like <laughs> they're always moving. Like, you kind of see the atoms just always moving on them. Uh-huh,
5: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I wish, this, like, they just threw happening? some dirt. Like, throw some dirt yeah. on a CG model, please. Yeah, they're, they
4: were <laughs> too clean. Yeah. yeah,
5: so that's maybe why I think they look a little weird in cages even. Um, but, yeah, who knows? Let's see what else he has
4: how you guys felt about that and then also, that's how we feel i know you guys probably don't <laughs> want to talk about where the movies are going to go from here but i think it's kind of cool <laughs> to just think about you know what could possibly happen from here out hey and man we don't rubber know on it and you know completely <laughs> you know put all this stock into what we think is going to happen because obviously it probably won't but um my first thought of just the dinosaurs being loose and seeing um, Blue in this neighborhood was like some trigger-happy hunter guy is going to come and, oh, and yeah. shoot her, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's going to be over and there's not another raptor or, you know, something for, you know, someone for Blue to breed with and create more raptors or anything like that, you know, and that kind of just kind of makes me sad because, you know, she was the hero in this movie and, and, um, and just the thought of that happening would suck, you know, but another... Awesome thing that I was thinking was the opening of the next movie could possibly be some hunter guy trying to take her out, you know, in the forest or whatever, in, in a high hide type thing, waiting for her, trying to bait her as as hunters do now, and then um, but Blue, you know, able to take out the hunter instead of you know vice versa. So I just want to see what you guys think where the, where the series is gonna go from here. Maybe just some some theories. You guys don't have to like get super into detail because I know you guys don't want to, you know, crap <laughs> yourselves up. Oh, that's that's what we do here. But uh, yeah, I just <laughs> want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, sorry about this being 15 minutes, but oh man, there's just so much it to is talk what it about, is. and I left out so much for anyways. But yeah, just want to get your opinions on that. Hey, Thanks a lot for the podcast. It's awesome. Like I said, I'm getting caught up, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping to hear more from you guys in the future. Thanks.
5: Nice dude. You know, uh, the, his his voicemail came in before. I was like, hey, everybody, come on. What are you doing? Let's cut them down. Um, so it's a, it's all right. It's all right. I've been trying to get to some of the longer ones that I have. Um, and, you know, even if they are longer, we'll get to them. But uh, they take a little bit longer to process on our end. But, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that idea of blue, like the opening of the movie, like a hunter kind of focusing in on blue and then somehow blue gets the jump. Um, I would think it would be a really cool reveal if like they kind of like redid that, like the attack comes not from the front but from the sides. And like yeah. there's like a reveal of like other raptors and you're like, Wait, what? What's going on? Like that would be really cool. I don't know where those other raptors would come from, mm-hmm. but like kind of referring back to that whole notion of you know the attack comes not from the front, but from the sides that would be really cool to see um in that sense because uh we don't we never really got like another literal interpretation of that I don't think
0: right, I like that um so that that's are we to assume i guess that but when this movie comes back is it will be three years as we move with time, so will they have taken care of I don't know if they captured killed whatever. In quotes taken care of all of the dinosaurs that escaped except blue do you think and blue's like the rogue one that they can't catch. Yeah. Because then we're repeating ourselves.
5: I know, that's the problem. I can't come up with a ton of ways where it's not a repeat. And like he said about a hunter, I don't think a hunter will shoot blue personally, because then it's just a repeat of, of Fallen exactly. Kingdom. And then you gotta be like, oh we gotta save blue. Get Zia down here. I <laughs> we know. Have transfusion. Yeah. We gotta get that T Rex blood um so i can't see it i i can't see it happening but then again jurassic world and and fallen kingdom had a lot in common repeating scenes and different stuff so who knows i i really hope we don't get a lot of repeats but it's possible
0: i mean that he's a very good point that it could start with somebody like just hunting for blue i mean that i wouldn't put it past them. that's where we start at because the movie ended there so it's kind of where people want to go and Maybe all the other ones they have like a throwaway line or a little explanation because I mean they threw away the whole um, circumstances happening after Jurassic World they end up in a line so they might as well just throw away a line as well about the whole dinosaur situation and now we just have yeah. blue and but where's the T Rex at like that's an important one
5: I don't know I have in no Claire's idea basement, Claire's basement she's taking basement. care of him
0: <laughs> can I can that please be a thing
5: Yeah. She's just sitting there petting it. She's like, me and you bonded in a trailer on a boat one yeah. day. You might not know. I was there riding on top of you for a little while. I mean, it was awkward. They bonded
0: in the first movie, too. So Yeah.
5: Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, she, and I like, like, I I like you. to You're think. The girl I chased.
0: And, and And they bonded in the evolution of Claire as well. So I like to think yeah. that there is this long relationship with T-Rex, and they're just best friends. And that is her blue, and she's taking care of him in her basement. <laughs> and i'm going with that until well, somebody changes my mind
5: maybe claire is like the head of operations at uh san diego zoo or something like that and they somehow kept the t-rex there so <laughs> i don't hmm. know i don't know that's a that's you know what not though real. wouldn't that I don't think be something that if
0: they create they collect other dinosaurs and then create another Jurassic world on land Because they successfully did it on an island for a long time. It was just the hybrid that ruined it. So these dinosaurs theoretically have been, like, had trainers and they've been in the park before. These are park dinosaurs. So, I mean, they probably wouldn't do it, but wouldn't that be interesting if they just took these ones that escaped and created an actual working fine park Well, land?
5: A lot of people have been wondering um, whatever happened to the San Diego park you know, like when Mizrani bought the company, did they dismantle that park? Was it destroyed after the San Diego incident? Did they did the government decide we need to get rid of this park so this doesn't ever happen again? Oh, or my is, goodness. Or is it okay, still sitting there bad. vacant? Is it still sitting this is there? What,
0: this is what's happening right now. Remember my hopes, my hopes and dreams were falling. Kingdom and they were dashed. Well, now it's starting all over again. My hopes and dreams are building. And now, oh, my goodness you imagine um like claire being in charge of this other park and like trying to do this in her i guess dpg still because i don't know i don't know but like just trying to get rid of all the underground dinosaur stuff but also like doing this park for whatever reason i don't know or like maybe another company does it and then she's like it's better and safer in my hands than their hands or something i mean that's pretty cool to me
5: yeah, well, I think They'll it could come be full circle. Yeah, it could be like a sanctuary and then they need to transfer mm-hmm. transport oh, them gosh. from there to the actual sanctuary island that maybe is real or not. I don't I'm,
0: know. I'm like peeing my pants right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> please, please. Can I please have park running business clear, like killing it and then also doing the um, whatever they're going to have her do in this yeah. film, taking care uh... of the other stuff? Oh, man.
5: That's all it's assuming here. we've that, arrived. Yeah, that's all assuming people don't know she was involved in the uh incident the, the, the second incident or third incident on Nublar um and re- um, the essential release of all these dinosaurs. So I don't know. It wasn't
0: her though. She didn't uh, she was just yeah. there. She didn't know. really do it.
5: But she didn't I don't even know push if, the button. Do they care? Does anybody care? Um, I don't know. I think they do. She's I think involved the public in is two stupid. incidents.
0: The public can be formed. They could, they're stupid. And I think she knows that they could be formed. <laughs> I like that sinister side of her. It was, yeah. it was in the evolution of Claire, and we saw it a little bit here and there. And I think she has that in her, and I would like to
5: see that again. Maybe yeah. she's running the San Diego Park. Who knows? That that oh, would be really please. interesting. <laughs> please. The sanctuary for now. dinosaurs. I'm already
0: here. This is, this is another conspiracy theory that I didn't get before.
5: Well... Let's cut it off before we get too disappointed wow. um, I'm with, excited. Our, with our fan theories. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for the November Jurassic mailbag. It's been fun, everybody. And uh, thank you so much to everybody who wrote in. Or, or not, no, no, oh, one person, Jurassic Dave <laughs> wrote in. Uh, but everybody that called in, thank you so much for not making yeah. me read. <laughs> it's a good feeling. <laughs> it is a good feeling when I don't have to read very long emails. But uh, I do appreciate everybody's comments and, and questions and everything, even if they are written. Uh, but Jen, where can everybody find you online uh, between uh, now and the uh, d- December mailbag? Whoa. Whoa. The last one of the year. Wow. The last one of the year. Cool.
0: Um, this Thanksgiving, you can find me at Jennifer Berlin 89 and at the Blitzell Tower Network. Probably. VDH uh, Network. I still don't know where my life is right now. Oh. It might be there. I'm not sure. But enjoy Turkey. Have a nice Turkey Day. Yeah.
5: Yeah, there's a lot there's going to be a lot going on I'm sure in November. So, have fun everybody. Are you hearing this? Make sure to visit Jurassicparkpodcast.com to find all of our past episodes brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Everybody hear that? Thanks for listening to the 174th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a big thanks goes out to Jen for joining me for the November Jurassic Mailbag. I think it was probably a little less off the rails than usual, but, you know, hey, sometimes that's a good thing, right? I think we'll see you back in December with another year-ending Jurassic Mailbag, and I'm sure it will be off the wall. Don't forget to start calling in for the next Jurassic Mailbag. Call our voicemail line at 732-825-7763. Send us a voice memo to our email, jurassicparkpod at gmail.com, and message us via our contact form on jurassicparkpodcast.com. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast. And our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It will seriously help out our rankings and make it easier for Jurassic fans like you to find us. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com to find everything you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, comments, or if you want to debut a segment of your own, send them to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you could submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail line a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy.
2: No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life, uh, finds a way.
4: Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.